At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit hyundaiusa.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski on the BetQL Audio Network. We're on Twitter at BetQL Daily. The show here weekdays, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern time. We have a uh, golf major this week. So much going on in sports, so much stuff to bet on. We bring in our friend Jeff Feinberg at G Feinberg 17, Mayo Media Network, Odds Checker, and Fade the Noise. He's a busy, busy man. Uh, Jeff, up in Canada. So this time of the year with the Stanley Cup playoffs going on, you've got a golf major. That's your thing. How long do you have to wait on the sports broadcast before they get to golf? How much uh, hockey do you have to sit through? Oh, it's all honestly really painful. I like I enjoy <laughs> the NHL playoffs. I love NHL playoff overtime and all, but even to get like even my Jays, my Blue Jays, who are just so much fun to watch, are like a third, fourth wheel. Um, right now so it's kind of infuriating but i don't go to the canadian networks for any of my golf information anyway so <laughs> and in terms of golf it's, it won't have no impact so let's let's <laughs> let's look at this field for the event and uh the favorite right now is is rory who has has got some success at this particular course so he seems to be the consensus right now um is, is that your pick as well uh, nope, I have decided to sort of skip all six of those guys who are <laughs> under um, 20 to 1, I guess, you know, to make the case as to why I'm not betting them would come off maybe as negatives. I really, it's hard to say anything bad about any of them. I just think this field is so deep. This, this course is so, can play so difficult with so many variables. I have decided to skip those, uh, what I refer to as those super elites, those six guys all priced under 20 to one. If I did have to make a pick there, it would probably be between John Rahm or Bryson DeChambeau. Would you have been, what about with the speed? Because I think his number was, was up at like 30 to one, not too long ago. And that's, that's been cut in half. If he had been a 30 to one guy, would you be more likely to go that direction? Oh man. Um, Jordan has been amazing pretty much since Torrey Pines, uh, where he put a couple days together, he's put tournaments together, he's been so consistent, he had a win, he just came off that event, which was his first since the Masters, and, you know, by all accounts, I thought he played fantastic. Winning is difficult, and he struggled on Sunday. That has no bearing on my opinion. Um, I could see why he feels like the guy to beat, because outside of the Supreme Chalk, he's probably been the most consistent golfer of all the Super Elites. 
Yeah, I do. I, I mean, I'm not the biggest Jordan fanboy. Me and him have a long history. I've enjoyed his sort of recovery. Um, but I'm not here to see him win win a major. But I would obviously j- jump at a chance to have been smart enough to make this bet once he was getting hot um, in February. Uh, Jeff, we've had this conversation many times about just when you get to majors, how far down on the board do you want to go? And, of course, with the Masters year after year, you don't want to go – too far down. You want to look at the course history, of course. But when it comes to the PGA Championship, clearly the fourth major, and some people don't even look at it as one of the top four tournaments on the entire golf season. Um, are are you willing to go much deeper down the card? I, I know you like to bet guys 30, 40 to one range, and that's been very profitable for you over the years. It is uh, most weeks in golf. But for this specific event, the way this course is set up, are, are you willing to jump on some bombs? Yeah, I've I've played some bombs this week. I guess we could, you know, get into it. I would consider myself over um, exposed, but I could find a few winners north of uh, fifty to one, certainly north of a hundred to one. I have bet um, in those ranges, and you're not wrong. I want to even say half of the champions of this event um, in the last eighteen years have been. First-time champions, Joe, Um, so I'm not afraid. I'm a sucker for wanting to be there with guys in their first major championship. And we have seen, um, historically, this event cash some some of the bigger major championship numbers. So I wouldn't besmirch anybody looking farther down the board, but I would still advise. I mean, in the end, I I don't think we're going to see that winner come too deep. Okay. Yeah, so you're not looking down like a hundred to one, anything like that. You're not. You're not. You're not into that. Find me a hundred to one winner. I'll <laughs> give you uh, Gary Woodland, Siwoo Kim. I got a bit of money on both of them. Siwoo Kim, a Pete Dye disciple. I think his form has been quite outstanding through the course of the entire season. He's won a Players Championship on a Pete Dye course. Uh, he can be firing with those irons. Gary Woodland's won a U.S. Open on a Oceanside golf course, and his game is, is kind of headed in a, in a really good spot after Wells Fargo. So those would be sure. my two north of 100 uh, picks. All right, where are you focusing the heart of your card? Uh, I've got five rather substantial wagers this week, guys. Um, Xander Shoffley, uh, I was able to get him at 25-1. to 1. Smarter people would probably take the extended points with each wave. And what have you, but I don't like to cut my bets in half. I like to make my outrights, and and if I hit enough outrights through the year, I don't worry about missing each ways. But his major championship resume is second at the 2018 Open Championship, second at the 2019 Masters, second at the 2021 Masters, four top six finishes at the U.S. Open. Um, You know, he was a darling last year at Harding Park, and for those, uh, but he maybe got a little too much attention. That's probably going to another guy I love, Victor Hovland, this year. But a lot of people have their attention on Xander, maybe at Torrey Pines in the, in next month. But I'm ready for that big uh, Xander Shoffley win. And if you are interested in those extended each-way payouts, the books are offering in his uh, last 15 majors, he would have cashed in each-way in seven of them. So he's certainly always down for the top of the leaderboard. I have a Victor Hovland 35 to one. I'm, I'm in love with Victor Hovland at the moment. I even got William Hill to make me a Victor Hovland by a field goal or more prop. I think he's <laughs> little Rory McIlroy when he wins it, his big event. He'll um, be sort of like what Rory did here at Kiowa last time. 
it's kind of hard to swallow him in and around that 18 to 1 20s that he is coming in now. Uh, but I have a victor at 35 and Daniel Berger, guys. Um, this guy has lit it up in a lot of major championships so far. It would be nice to see him get his breakthrough win um, in terms of all. He, he does everything I absolutely think is required um, for this course. I've got him at 44 to 1. So those are my biggest bets. You know, generally speaking, you can really, if you wanted to, look at these events as just, you know, independent entities, you know, in and of themselves. But I'm wondering how much do you take into account recent trends from some of these golfers? I mean, obviously, anybody can win uh, on, on any given weekend. But is there is there something that you're looking for in like the the most recent events in when, when you're trying to handicap these? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Um, I, you're going to need to have exceptional ball striking to win this event this week. So if you're not in form or showing no form um, with your iron play, I would expect that to probably be an X factor for me and, and me not to have any interest in you. I don't need to see, you don't need to have come like second place or placing in your last few events, but I do need to see signs that your game is ready to take sort of a really big leap. Terrell Hatton, for example, guys, uh, he's the number nine player in the world. He's 29 years old. He's 50, 60 to one to win this championship. I believe this course sets up perfectly for Tyrell Hatton. He is a, he is arguably the best links golfer in the world. He won back to back Alfred Dunhill links championships. This is an American links golf course. If you look at that 2012 leaderboard, including Rory McIlroy, who did win by eight, it was littered with feisty Europeans, Poulter, McDowell, Peter Hansen. Um, so if you take anything from that, it does think that there are some Europeans north of 50 to one who I think would be incredibly live. But I mean, I guess to come full circle to answer the question, if you're not hitting your irons, you're dead this week. This place is way too hard for that. With Jeff Feinberg at G Feinberg 17, Mayo Media Network, Odds Checker, and Fade the Noise. So uh, you talked about Shafle, you love Hovland, Berger, Hatton, some bombs. You gave out Siwoo Kim, Gary Woodland. Anyone else that we're missing? Uh, yeah, uh, we are missing my guy, Tommy Fleetwood, friends. Uh, oh, sort boy. of fitting that vein of trying to identify those guys in that 50 to, 50 to 100 to 1 range that does check a lot of boxes. Um, Tommy Fleetwood is probably close to the top of my list. I'm certainly a, a quite a large um, Fleetwood fan, guys, but uh, he's had his best major performances have come on link style courses. We saw him shoot two rounds at Shinnecock, a 66 and a brilliant Sunday 63 to almost catch Brooks Kupka in 2019 at the Open Championship at Portrush. He was in the top three. Um, after 54 holes where Shane Lowry pulled away, uh, he has back-to-back top 15s where the ball striking has really uh, started to come around for him. So 
Tommy Fleetwood is a guy that a couple years ago people were expecting huge things on, uh, but I'm waiting for him to pop. Is there any value for you looking ahead a month from now to the U.S. Open? Um, potentially. These, geez, with last year's Masters so late in the year, piggybacking right on top of this year's season, and this, we feel like we have such a condensed major schedule this year. Uh, I mean, I guess Joe could tell you in the past, they'd almost come to these weeks with like full futures cards. That wasn't the case this year, really. Hovland the only guy that I had bet more than a couple weeks out, but I, I am confident um, performances this week um, will, will, I mean, this you could argue is a perfect tune-up for U.S. Open. It'll be another long, demanding course, Torrey Pines, Oceanside in Southern California. Um, so I, overall, I would say yes, but uh, my mind isn't like on Torrey Pines at this moment. I, I just can't get there. What uh, are the top golfers that you've heard a lot of people talk about that you don't understand? Maybe uh, you're you're against them so much this week you're fading them in matchups. Jeez, the matchup plays that I have made this week, I've bet Abe Answer over Sam Burns. Sam Burns feels like he's sort of entering here at a high water mark. Answer was second with the ball striking at, at the Wells Fargo. Uh, coming out of the out of the bad wave, the Thursday Friday weather wave, um, I think when the season's over, we'll see that Wells Fargo is one of the more drastic wave differentials. Nearly two strokes occurred that week. Um, so Abe answer over Sam Burns, and oh man, this feels gross to say. Like I don't mean to pick on him, but but I do have a head to head against Morikawa with Daniel Berger. Morikawa seems incredibly consistent. He's a mm. scary guy to go head to head with. Um, if you're asking me for a really elite golfer to pick on, I'll plug my nose and say it because it could really backfire, but I'll say Brooks Kepka. Wow. Yeah, I, I've heard some people talk about it, that there are uh, some Vegas books. I think Circa had a 54. They were they were talking about going up to 60 on Kepka. That would not entice you? I mean, I'm not, I'm not there at the moment. I didn't okay. really see a, a ton of what I needed to see in that last event from him. I don't know. He's, it takes a lot to win these things. Like if he wins it, it would play right into the legend of how easy golf is. Cause he's too busy practicing left-handed for his match with Portnoy. <laughs> <laughs> that would just pour gasoline on the myth. Oh that is his ability to just be that much naturally better than everybody in the big events, despite an injury. And despite mm-hmm. spending all this time showing us how much left-handed golf he's practicing. No doubt. Uh, yeah, Kepka cares, so that means, of course, he's going to win. He's going to win a major. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. But it'll be a lot of fun. PGA Championship this week. Jeff Feinberg, at Feinberg 17 on Twitter. Thank you, Jeff. Thanks, guys. All right, good stuff there from Jeff Feinberg on the PGA Championship. And, Ranji, uh, we were addressing earlier, well, maybe Tony LaRusse is going to lose his locker oh, room. No. Your mean Mercedes on Instagram. You ready? Yeah, is this from today? Because there was the thing yesterday I talked about. What? what? Well, go ahead. Tell me what you got. Well, when what did you uh, yesterday there, there was the there was the post on NBC Sports Chicago about the whole incident, and then Tim Anderson said, mm-hmm. "Hey, you know, you just keep being you." And then Mercedes responded to that by saying, "I, I don't know, like I, there's no other way I can be or whatever." Yeah. Is there a new thing? 
Yeah, there was a photo of uh, he posted a picture of himself in the socks dugout. He's sticking out his tongue. He's got the shades on, the whole deal. And he puts at the top of the photo, BU and that it. I got a dynamite emoji. And then at the bottom, remember that life is just one. Enjoy it. Tony LaRusa is a substitute teacher right now. <laughs> they, they are not yeah. listening to that guy. He's a it's sub. Awesome. It's awesome. Yep. It is so good. Joe Ostrowski, Chris Raji on BetQL Daily. We're going to go around the horn with our lightning bets next on the BetQL Audio Network.